rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's up, everybody? Hi. Hi, everyone. What you doing? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the Right Side of History, Decency, Dignity. Come on, say it with me. Democracy, humanity. All right. I We got to work on that a little more. We meet here every Friday evening. This is our regular schedule, uh, our regularly scheduled time. You hear a hairball? Where? Jim, in my... Where? You heard me having a hairball? Maybe. That's possible. I am a, I am getting over COVID. <clears throat> and before I, I did that, I, I cleared my throat. Is that what you're talking about? Or am I being self-conscious? Okay, who cares, right? We meet here every Friday evening at this time. And we're in the vicinity of 8.30, as you can see. Sometimes it's hard for me to get get my shit together. And we, um, yeah, then we have a show during the week, at least. I was coughing. You heard that. Hmm. I was trying to get that out of the, I was trying to get it out of my system before the show started, but I thought that you didn't hear me when the, when the open was playing. So I guess I have to figure that out. I thought that I went, oh, maybe I have a setting. I should have muted that. Yeah, I was trying to, like, you know, get it all out before the show went live. But sorry about that. <laughs> that's disgusting. And, yeah, that's why we don't do that. We try not to do that into the microphone. I I turned around. I actually did not do it in the mic. I, but it was still hurt. Oh, well, who cares? Whatever. Can't go back now. This is This is the show. So... Um, yeah, we meet here every, whatever, Friday, as long as we can. And, um, yeah, if you can become a patron, please do. This is our last show of the year. And I want to thank everybody for, and those who could, uh, join during the live show on Tuesday on my birthday, birthday show that made it, um, all the more special. So thank you. And, uh, and Mike Malloy and Rob McKincaid for, celebrating putting up with the with the phone delay and uh dealing with it and yeah it was i had a good time so thank you guys and um <clears throat> you see i'm a little i'm a little verklempt we might have to i'm sorry just deal with it i am i will try not to i'll tr i know it's disgusting i'll try to put keep it to a minimum and uh if i really have something bad i'll go around the corner and do it so um let me see what else yeah come on out hang out yes seven years later and the orange plague is still with us jim on the chat says it's true we are still i i all right we'll talk about that in a minute let me just do the for those who are new who don't know the show um i also want to thank the mike malloy the truth seekers who um, gave me, uh, you know, your attention and give, and your love for the past week while we felt like, while Robin and I filled in for Mike, who's on vacation. So thank you guys for hanging out. And if you found the show through the Mike Malloy show, 
Uh, hey, welcome. Um, Mike Malloy is my hero and a mentor. So, um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Who, what am I saying? Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That'll help keep the show going and growing. I keep saying that. But you can, you too can become a patron. Like, tonight. Tonight. Right before we went on air, we got a new patron. And so I want to say tonight's show is sponsored by Lori Cleethan. Thank you, Lori, for taking the leap, taking a chance on me on this show. We will keep going as long as you're in our corner, you and your fellow uh, Terror Buster supporters. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Because I know there's a lot of shows that you can support and everybody is out looking for your support. And because we all need it. There's We don't have billionaire benefactors. We only have you. And it matters. That's what I'm trying to say. And Lori, 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 if... Lori, if you want a mug, Lori, you gotta you gotta write me at and I'll I'll write this to you on the Patreon page, in case you forget or in case you're not listening right now. But um, I'll send you a mug. I mean, the whole Patreon page has to be revamped. I need to update. This is my New Year's resolution. I've been saying this. I have a lot of things I need to do. It's, I, I'm only one person. That's why I ask you to the, become a patron. So. You never know. If we get enough people, we can get some help up in this bitch for this bitch. And um, if you want a mug, come on over and uh, go to your go to your email and send an email to me at tarabustermedia at gmail dot com with your name, address, and uh, yeah, tell me you want a mug, and I'll send you a Tarabuster mug. I'm not drinking. I'm drinking out of a horn mug tonight but my mug is in the dishwasher so all right thank you Lori. so let's give some Lori what something of what she paid for here right and also another supporter i have to tell you just one more a couple of plugs that we have a uh a spot not he well he is a sponsor aps radio news is a supporter and sponsor and also hosts Tara Buster on um, on APS Radio News, an independent media outlet that has all different perspectives, not just me. So you can check out the other artists and contributors who, who uh, create content for APS Radio News. We can't get enough of independent media in this country and that's that is true especially when it's aggregated by somebody with uh with a heart and a soul and a conscience right wouldn't that be wonderful if we all operated from that all right guys we're getting we're discussing the madness let's get into it so yeah what's the mess so all right all right, there's so many things. For example, I was, you know, what am I going to say? What was I going to call the show tonight? Um, it's the year of the grifter. 
It definitely is. But it's also, I mean, are we cutting to the end of our, I know I've never been there, but the fascination for billionaires, I've always seen the, the disgust. I've always been, dis- well, let me say, I've always been disgusted by billionaires. The, they are a moral failing. The fact that they exist is a moral failing. We don't need them. And they are, they're like cancer. That's how I look at it. The can- a cancer cell in the body politic, sucking up all, I mean, what kind of a civiliz- What what kind of a species would allow this, you know? Think about it. What other form of life do is there any anything comparable in the animal kingdom where one a ha- or let's say a handful of that entity hogs everything while others go hungry? I don't think that would be allowed. I think they would probably um shred them limb from limb i would imagine right if that if they found that out it, and there were certain societies i've read you know my share of anthropology books where things uh, well i'm speaking of i'm thinking of one story in particular now that i'm thinking i don't remember where i read it but where the hell was this written? I'll have to look this up, but uh, it was a story about a small tribe where, of course, they had to, everyone went out hunting and they had to um, contribute their hunt, whatever they were able to catch or hunt, you know, into the community pot, so to speak. But then they found out that one of their their ilk was um, cheating, and he was keeping more of his of what he had um, caught for himself and hoarding it. And when they found this out, they of course shamed him, and they also were they were going to kick him out of the tribe, and that was that would be death for him. So. He uh, reluctantly gave it back, but when the, the, he was... I'm trying to remember the whole thing. Uh, he made a big show of saying like how hungry he was. Hold on, I'll be right back. And um, according to the story, I'm, I'm just telling a story. This is for the those listening on Progressive Voices who just came in. Um telling a story about this tribe where one one uh, selfish, rugged individual um, broke the rules of the community. They were all supposed to share their, their um, I, I don't know what you call it, kills, I guess, when you're hunting, um, share the food for the whole community. And um, so, you know, because so if you're down one day, someone's not, you know, someone's up and everyone benefits but um this this uh trump one of probably one of trump's ancestors they or um what the hell i wish i knew more about i i I gotta look this up it's in my brain i don't remember where i read this 
But uh, I always remember that he, when they they were gonna kick him out, and he he w- begged and pleaded and said he would be a good boy, and had to. And he was made to give all of his his stolen food back. And when er- the rest of the community was going and taking their share of the food that he stole. Um, he stood by and cried and made a big show about touching his stomach and saying how hungry he was. So not that they were, they weren't depriving him of food. They were just telling him, we're not going to put up with you being a, a, th- a thief, th- stealing from the entire community. You could play by our rules or you can go fucking die in the forest or wherever the hell we live. <laughs> so... I mean, there was there's something to be said for that, of marching somebody to the border, and saying get the fuck out, right? See ya. Publicly, you know, exile them. See ya. Bye. But where do you go in such a small world now? And especially, why would you go if there are no consequences? And why would you change? That's the other thing, and. And especially if, let's say, if that scenario takes uh, took place here in the United States, that uh, selfish piece of dirt would have um, his own che- section of cheerleaders, you know? And then everything starts to collapse. That's, I guess, the point, because... Um, there are no consequences, it seems, for Republican for conservatism which is conservatism in a well it's racism really boiled down to um i well it's wrapping their well it's selfishness excuse me i'm uh, it's not you know conservatism in itself isn't racism it's uh racism is a tactic that they use but um and conservatism is wrapping their um selfishness in the veneer of a legitimate ideology oh well i'm gonna concern okay well maybe there's um there's a reason people you know you would say okay slow down here a little bit but um <clears throat> there's no point to um you know conservatism in itself is um you know, we got to evolve. What am I trying to say? I'm just, you know what? I'm getting distracted because my friend is fucking texting me about his fucking problems. Like, I know he's not listening to the show, but he's always, oh my God. I have a show, you know, I do a show now. I don't know how many times I fucking tell this, my friend this, but it's always now he has to have a, uh, have a, an episode. Okay, uh, <clears throat> not. I mean, he's not mad at me. He's just going. He's just complaining about shit and like texting me about it. <sighs> All right, whatever. What? Whatever. Right? That's just my little bullshit. But um, okay. <laughs> Was his name Musk? Exactly, Jim. The guy. I gotta look it up. I know I wrote about this somewhere. I will look it up, and I'm. Uh, not right now, of course, but and it reminds me of uh, you know what we're dealing with. And today, when because Robin and I recorded, we had to pre-record Mike's show today, and um, 
we were talking about um, a couple of the stories I wanted to talk about, but we'll talk about it again. So you can, you know, different perspective. It's one of the things I brought up was um, the Eamon Bundy asshole who, um, you know, remember the Bundy Ranch who they uh, they took over federal land. You know, a bunch of takers, a bunch of parasites, privileged parasites and privilege and i had to tell you you know you know this that when parasites aren't dealt with they just get fatter and fatter on your blood there's nothing to stop them and that's republicanism there's no consequences for being uh, a traitor and they were traitors back then when Eamon bundy and his the bundy <clears throat> excuse me, Cliven Bundy. And uh, yeah, they were a bunch of parasitic traitors. Of course, they were lionized by the right because anything that undermines the government that the founders fought a revolution to create is, uh, is put, on a, put on a pedestal with Republicans because they are uh, ultimately, the goal is to destroy that government. You know, and if you're going to destroy a democratic government that was founded in the liberal age of enlightenment of by and for the people, where for all of their flaws and their hypocrisies, they, you know, they pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. You know, they didn't say, I got mine, sucker. Sucks to be you. You know, I take, 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 but don't ever give. If you ever ask a Republican to give, then they'll start crying and whining about freedom. You know, no one expects, it's like a baby, you know. You don't expect a baby to contribute, right? You, They might help. Some, yeah, I always think about a kid when when you're a kid and maybe... Your mother or father is making Thanksgiving dinner and you're a child and you walk in and you say, I, I want to help. And what do you, what can you do? You know, they, they can't really help. Okay, stir that pot, stir that uh, icing over there, whatever. Usually they end up licking it all. And, but that's, that's not being, help, you know, that's not really being useful. You know, you're just giving them busy work. That's what it is with Republicans. They're not doing anything useful. They're not contributors. They're not fully actualized adults in this thing of ours. Right? <laughs> Which reminds me of Perjury Trader Green, though. See? The reason I say, well, when you say this thing of ours, because Perjury Trader Green is saying that the meetings with the Republicans are, um, they're calling them, in um you know be uh what are they calling them the the meetings of the five families you know with these the traders who are taking over the house in a couple of days the clown show that's getting ready to start for two years um perjury trader green says that they're they they she she says this openly they're calling it the meaning of the five families, Un, unaware or, un, or just ignorant that that's not really a good thing. You know, you're, you're talking about crime families. <laughs> you, you dumb, 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 perjury traitor. 
<clears throat> perjuring traitor. So, yeah. Hello, this is Tara Devlin. This is our last Tara Buster of the year, and I can't believe it's already in the... How many times the music went off already? And that means we're getting closer to the end. And, uh, I mean, just an aside, I started keeping a list of perjury trader greens... Uh, misspellings, not and not even misspell. Yeah, they're just it's, it's uh, windows into her ignorance. So, because every now and then this comes up, and or so f if anybody thinks of anything else, there's more. I know this just came to me today. I was like, I start, I gotta start making a list. And one is, um, of course, gazpacho police, peach tree dish, martial law. Like uh, Marshall, Ma you know, e M&M's law, I guess. Uh, Marshall Mathers. Commander and chief. <laughs> you know, because she's a moron. Also, the, the epidemic of Y-O-U-R instead of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. This is somebody who's supposed to be college educated, running a business, you know, supposedly. And the other one I had forgotten that I came across was single-handedly, right? Single-handed, handily, no, 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 excuse me, handily, single-handily, okay? That's, do you understand why she's so moronic? Because she doesn't, she has no intellectual curiosity. She hasn't read a book since Dick and Jane, she oh she hears things on television, and that's where she gets her knowledge from. That's it. That's why she's such a moron. That's that why she doesn't know it's not Marshall Mathers' law, or it's uh you know it's not peach tree dish or single handed handily. Okay, all right. That's let's put that on the on the side for a minute. All right. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat, and thank you, Richard W, for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. She's handily single now, right? <laughs> Haiku. <laughs> I don't know how her husband had to be somebody who hated himself because she openly cheated on him. She made a she made a cuck out of him, as the Republicans like to say. So anyway, so Eamon Bundy, who is is what happens when there are no consequences. Of course, he's white, though. You know what I mean? White male Republican. This is what you know. It's, it, it's part of what it takes to be so privileged. He is white privilege personified, just like January six was white privilege. In action, white. That's what happens when you're white privileged, and you um, commit an act of domestic terrorism. You get to go home. You know, maybe the FBI catches up with you. Maybe they don't. Only because when you know, only because uh, citizens might find you on Twitter, and then there's some kind of pressure to get your ass. But yeah, you get to get to go home. See if you were. A member of Black Lives Matter, and you stormed the Capitol and beat police and cattle prodded police and came for zip 
came with zip, zip ties and hit police in the face with bear spray and uh, built a gallows and chanted to hang Mike Pence and broke windows, took, uh, uh, well, defecated in the halls. Which you, you know, I noticed that, notice, guys, none of the Republic for all their lying, none of them deny that there was no uh, poo-poo in the halls, as Nancy Pelosi said, because that, that just goes to show you that, can you imagine the amount of it there must have been? If somebody told you that, um, you know, if they accuse you of doing a poo-poo, in the uh, the halls of Congress, you'd be like, "That's out of that's outrageous. That's ridiculous. No, I would I would never do that." But Republicans, <laughs> no one even denies it. They deny everything. They lie about the election being that it you know they say the election was stolen. They lie about everything else. They say it was a tourist uh, a tourist trip or something. But no one's ever pushed back and said, that's outrageous. There was no poo-poo in the halls. Right? Because they're, they're filth. Of course there's poo-poo in the halls of con. That, that, yeah, that should get us all disgusted. Of course there is. That's, it started the day that Ronald Reagan said uh, the nine most dangerous words in the English language are armed from the government and I'm, or, or it's nine most terrifying, whatever the hell, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And it ends up with the poo-poo in the halls. You know, you don't poo-poo on something you respect and cherish, you know? I mean, when, when I've, I've been to a lot of protests. I've even been to protests where people got arrested. And uh, never, no one ever poo-pooed, you know? No one ever brought bear spray either or cattle prods or guns. Excuse me, I forgot the automatic weapons. Or bombs. No one ever brought pipe bombs. All right. Anyway, something in my mouth that's bothering me. Okay, let me see. Uh, Eamon Bundy vows to meet damage collector with a shotgun if he loses this lawsuit that he's uh, un undergoing right now. I have to meet him on the front door. If I have to meet him on the front door with my friends in a shotgun, I'll do it, he said. Right-wing militant Eamon Bundy, who led an armed takeover of public land six years ago and recently lost the race to be governor of Ohio, of, I of Idaho, excuse me, thank goodness for small favors, vowed to confront anyone to collect, out to collect possible damages in a defamation and harassment law lawsuit against him with a shotgun. Well, let's see. That's your white male privilege. You know what? What people should say is, try it, bitch. Try it, traitor. But of course, he, he's, he's openly threatening the 
agents and the representatives of the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. And right-wingers are giving him platforms to spew this kind of bullshit. And if we go back in time during the Obama years, that's one of the things that really frustrated me about Obama was just how willing and eager he was to let these, these fuckers go, to just give them the wide berth. And this is what we have as a result. They have no respect. They have... They're just uh, tr- you know, a bunch of toddlers with automatic weapons. They don't want to pay. They don't want to pay their fair share. And if anyone dare, uh, I don't know, uh, try to make them s- some in some way uh, respond or or you know the, the just pay pay for the damages they create for the for and this uh you know the party of personal responsibility that's it they never take responsibility they 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 only stick to their mottos when they're trying to deny somebody health care or a kid hot lunch program or someone uh you know, some food or something, then they're talking about the party of personal responsibility. When it comes to taking responsibility for being a bunch of domestic terrorist traitors, forget it. Forget it. But you better believe that Eamon Bundy and the rest of the Bundy traitors, that they they want all the benefits of civilization. They just don't want to share with anyone who's not them. They want to take and take. Everybody else gets to, has to pay. It's like Trump. Everyone else has to pay their taxes, except Trump. Everyone, every other president, you know, when I'm the president, they, it's, a, it's automatically legal. When I'm the president, well, I'm the president. You can't indict me for crimes. Well, even the things that are supposed to happen to the president don't happen to Trump, like being audited. The only thing that he kept telling us was happening. Isn't that funny, right? And I mean, how with uh, funny, like I want to puke. The only thing that he, uh, you know, was supposed to happen, the audit, we all had to assume, well, he's under audit because... That's what happens. It's automatically triggered by his being the frickin' president despite receiving fewer votes. But the only thing that wasn't happening is an audit. And he he paid more federal... Well, no, he paid more taxes to foreign governments than he paid to the United States. He's a traitor. And, and, well, let's just get into it. But we know he's a traitor. And he's also a Putin puppet. He's a Russian plant. Oh, the Russia hoax, the Russia hoax. This, it's not a fucking hoax. There were more Russians in... Uh, there were more Russians in the friggin' Russian... I mean, in the Trump administration than I think were in the friggin' Russian embassy. Everybody had something to do with Russians. And half of these filthy traitors were all uh, 
fallen into honey pots with Maria Butina. They're all, I mean, they, they are traitors. They, they go and visit Putin. They take money from Putin. And one of the other things with this George Santos character is that it's quite possible that he is a Russian agent. Where did he get all this money from? He's a filthy liar. We know that. He hates America. We know that he has no respect for America. He has no respect for anybody. He is a malignant narcissist like the rest of them. He's a, yeah, and uh, I don't even know. I mean, is he a malignant narcissist? Is he a sociopath? It's all, there's some blur. There's some overlap. Anything for money, anything for narcissistic supply, Where's this? Wait, I see. Yes, Tara Jr. is sitting here, everybody. Yes, yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> hello. Say hello to your fans. Tara. Come here. Look at the camera, you. Hey, hey. Did you see what he did? Hey, hey, hey. I don't like that. I don't like that. You don't care, though. All right. Where is this? All right, Junior, enough already. It just started, and you gotta, I gotta put up with this shit. <clears throat> oh, there I did it. I, right into the microphone. Here, I'm putting him back. That was an accident, but I got to cut his nails. He just, like, grabbed my finger, and now he scratched me. But it was a, it was an accident. Just says I got to cut his nails. All right. Um, here's, here's George Santos with Laura Trump. Donald Trump is the most organic president in the history of our nation, right? Yeah. What, what, what does that mean, by the way? He's the most organic? Does that mean he's the most... It's like the blob, right? What's that mean, organic? I know what it means, but I mean, in regards to Trump, he's the most organic? And then they're like, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I can't... I don't know. He's the greediest. He's the most uh, evil, narcissistic. He's a liar. He's the most uh, unbearable, tediously grasping. The most, um, he's the biggest braggart. What, what does that mean? That, I mean, I do know, you know, obviously that means he's alive. The, he's the most... What the fuck does that mean? He's a vegan? Commander Bond said. This guy is a vegan. And a clairvoyant. The uh, George Santos? Well, I mean, he's a liar. He's anything you want him to be. That's part of being a con man. 
Let me see. Let's continue. Wait. Oops, I hit the wrong button. Donald Trump is the most organic president in the history of our nation, right? Yeah. What one can beg to for Ronald Reagan was just as organic, but what? 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 Somebody, please explain it to me. Right. Haiku says, no way he's gay. Look at the fit of that jacket. And that's the other thing. Is he even gay? He's kind of has that gay way about him. But, you know, I mean, as a gay. But uh, he's not that. And in fact, I know some people who aren't gay who have that way. So you never know. And uh, but besides the point. He was married to a woman up until three years ago. So he was running against a Democrat who was openly gay. Is that why he said he's gay? Because he just says whatever the hell he thinks he needs to say that gives him some kind of something, something different. Oh, in fact, I was watching some... um, local news reports on on him and his opponent when they were running and they were they introduced him all the time as financier george santos oh yeah what a con this is a con man through and through that's what it means to be a con man we've all seen that show american greed that's you know we have uh Con men, all you, they put the, put on the suits. They they drive the fancy car, and then they tell people they're the prince of, you know, somebody's son or something, the son of Arabia. And people are, you know, they're going to all the high parties, high class parties, dropping names, and they people want to believe because you you're, I mean, you just take others at at face value who's gonna go check so he's a grifter he was making fifty five thousand dollars a year a couple of years ago then suddenly he loaned his campaign seven hundred thousand dollars he was living in his sister's house he he said he was um you know this this company that he owned what what did it what was it supposed to do no one said, he, oh, he's just a financier. What the fuck is that? What's a financier? Somebody who uses money? That may, It kind of gives you the impression he's, he's rich. He's a rich boy. Oh, when I made my first million. I mean, the shit that comes out of this guy's mouth. It's absolutely shameless. And guess what? The Republicans are going to swear him in in a couple of days. Yes, Jim. Tulsi Gabbard gutted him on Fox, which is the only useful thing she ever did. It's, it's true. She did, but yeah. She should gut herself. I mean, legally and peacefully. I don't mean... I mean, look at herself. Look at herself in the mirror. But <clears throat> the president came from an outsider perspective, took the world by storm. <laughs> you know, he, he took away the presidency. He took the world by storm. No, the world, it was like when you get food poisoning. 
he he poisoned the world it was like he's always been doing from the time he he's i don't know was just some kind of disco prowler here in new york he took the world by storm if the world the world would be better off if donald trump was never born is that taking the world by storm I mean, there are some people the world would be better off without ever having lived. He's one of them. He hasn't contributed. Donald Trump is nothing but a parasite. A bloated, filthy, rotten slug of a parasite. He's, he's a disease. George Santos, there's no difference between George Santos and Donald Trump. They are the same. They're two sides of the same coin. They lied about very much the same things, everything. Everything about Trump is a lie. And when, right, for example, I'll get back to this clip in a second. Mr. President, I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions of dollars. So yes. not 700. Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. You'll get to see it. When? In two weeks. You'll get to see it in two weeks. Donald Trump is the most organic president in the history of our nation, right? What one can beg to for Ronald Reagan was just as organic, but organic. What does that mean? Does he have gas or something? Does he smell? He's the most organic. He's the most what? Greasy, slippery. He's made of water. He's ninety percent water. What is it? All right, we're back watching George Santos. Right, haiku. It was Robin who said, you could bury this guy in a matchbox if you gave him an enema. It's so true. An outsider perspective took the world by storm. You know, he, he took away the presidency for who would was promised a presidency, which promised. was Hillary Clinton. Shocked the nation, shocked the world. Shocked and these people right. love him. Why? It took a billionaire to become the little man's people. Uh, the, the little man's president. And oh. what's amazing to me for, for growing up as a kid who would walk by Trump Tower and look up and say, Mom, one day I want to have... Hold on. I just go back to that. I dropped my, the cap of my soda. the world. And these people love him. Why? It took a billionaire to become the little man's people. The little, uh, the, man's, the people. little man's president. And... It took a billionaire to become the little man's president. Well, that's the first true thing he ever said. It's half a truth. And a lie, of course. Donald Trump is not a billionaire, but he is the little man's president, right? And I mean very little. Little, petty, fragile, immoral, vile, repugnant, tiny, tiny, small men. He is the president for those people. Very little men. Exactly. So. What's amazing to me for, for growing up as a kid who would walk by Trump Tower and look up and say, Mom, one day I want to have a building with my name on it. Bullshit. Bullshit. 
Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. If that's not a bullshit story, nothing is, nothing is a bullshit story. I've never, ever heard such bullshit in my, mom, look at mommy. One day I want to have a building with my name on it. Yeah, well, if you sell out the country to Russian oligarchs, you Russian troll, you filthy Russian spy, that's what he is. He's a freaking traitor. How many traitors do we have to deal with at once? It's like the goddamn walking dead of traitors. You know, just when you think... You got them. They get. They come back. They just keep coming. It's a horde. Mom, I looked up and I said, "Mommy, I want to be. I want to have name on there. What fucking name you gonna put on there? Because we got a couple of names for you, right? Is it gonna be George? What's his name? Uh, Santos." What was the other name he used? He used, um, where is it? He set up a go a fake animal charity because I guess he heard people like animals, not, not like him, but you know, cause he's not a person. He is a sociopath. This is what a sociopath in action. Is. I, I can't believe I got to take a class on, I mean, I only read that book sociopath next door, but doing this and, watching republicans you really need to know your sociopaths you got to you got to get uh get up on your sociopaths and and your psychopathic personalities you know cuz they are they abound they are legion in the republican party and they are they're uh, made into heroes to republicans in order to be a Republican, you understand, if ki- kindness, compassion, everything that is human is vilified in the Republican Party. Unity, e pluribus unum. That's why I always say when Republicans are like, you know, bashing socialism or whatever, um, I, and no one ever pushes back on them. Push back. You know, what part of... Uh, what what is e pluribus unum? What is I uh, pledging my life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other? What's that? Is that does that mean we have no accountability to each other? And what do you think socialism is? What part of the government don't you like, or do you consider socialism? Is it social security? Is it Medicaid? Is it Medicare? Is it the regulations, such as, uh, you know, as as lax as they are, like, oh, you can't, uh, a private company can't kick you off their insurance when you're sick? A recent development, thanks to government regulation. What part? Which part don't you want? Which are, you know, because of socialism. But no one ever pushes back, of course. But anyway, Santos reportedly used the name Anthony Zabriskie 
on uh, on chari- on the GoFundMe site, he claims, let's see, additional claims that representative-elect George Santos fabricated information about his personal background have emerged. Santos claimed earlier this year that his maternal grandparents changed their last names from Zabrowski to conceal their Jewish heritage. Records show that the newly elected representative used the alias Anthony Zabrowski for a pet charity on GoFundMe. The webpage no longer exists. In a Fox News interview, Santos, in February, Santos spoke about his grandparents and why they needed to change their last name for survival. Oh, this, this narcissist, this pig. Excuse me, pigs. I'm sorry. We don't want to insult pigs. I'm sorry. We don't carry the Ukrainian last name, Santos said. For a lot of people who are descendants of World War II refugees or survivors of the Holocaust, a lot, lot of names and paperwork were changed in the name of survival. So I don't carry the family last name. That would be, that would have been Zabrowski. I carry my mother's maiden name, which is the Dutch side of the family. Go fuck yourself with this shit. You fucking legend in your own mind, traitor scumbag. News outlets have questioned Santos's claims about his family in recent weeks, citing genealogy records that show his grandparents were born in Brazil before the Nazis rose to power. Santos claimed that they were that they emigrated to Brazil in during World War II to escape. Author and professional genealogist Megan Smolniak, who researched Santos' family history for CNN, told the outlet, there's no sign of Jewish and or Ukrainian heritage. And, of course, the Ukrainian heritage, that's like the new cool thing, I guess, right? So he has to be it, like being gay and being Jewish is because, well, that somehow feeds being a survivor of the Holocaust or, you know, your family fleeing the Holocaust, that, that fits that ticks a lot of boxes that pulls some heartstrings and uh, makes you somehow seem more like, wow, the American dream. There's no sign of, of Jewish and or Ukrainian heritage and no indication of a name change along the way. You know, it, it does take a very sick person to lie like this. You know, this is a very sick man. And if he didn't get into politics, I, well, we, I guess we have to say I mean, he would generally just be a con man. But um, the, the sad thing and the alarming thing is that there are nothing but con men. So, uh, well... In the Republican Party, they're all a bunch of grifters, and they're only attracting more thanks to money and politics. It's just going to keep these these uh, cockroaches coming. The news comes as the Republican Jewish Coalition announced this week that Santos is not welcome at organization events due to the misrepresentation of his heritage. Yeah, because he even spoke to them. Right? Listen to this. Sorry, 
Oh, good morning. Shabbat shalom to everybody. Um, and <laughs> thank you for, you for being here. Thank you for having Oh, my. This is him speaking at the Republican Jewish. What is that? Con or coalition? Conference? Something. Whatever they call themselves. Commission? Coalition? Shabbat shalom, everyone. Oh, good morning. Shabbat shalom to everybody. Oh, uh, you you shameless prick, prick, prick. I was going to see, I was going to call him a pig again and then stop myself. Donald Trump is the most organic president in the history of our nation, right? Yeah. What one can beg the little man's people, uh, the, the little man's president. Yes. And Tiny, what's amazing fragile, to me little, for, for growing up as a kid who would walk by Trump Tower and look up and say, Mom, one day I want to have a building with my name on. Bullshit. You know, and, and, Bullshit. And who's this dude just looking down on the set? That's a little odd. He's not even engaged in the conversation. He's just looking down, looking at his papers. Hold on, hold on. We'll be right back. It's going by fast. Holy moly. All right, guys, 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 this is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Nice to see you, Mark C. in the chat. Nice to see you. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you, Ed the Second, for your super chat. And thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, my friend. Thank you for hanging out. I can't do the show without you guys, so thank you so much. And thank you again, Lori for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devil, and that keeps the show going and growing. That's what happens. Thank you, Lori. Yes, Lara Trump is a grifter, too. I don't understand how... How much do, more do you need, Lara? You know, do, do something good with your time, your life. Instead, you gotta go on, you gotta become some kind of propaganda gal just gotta spew bullshit into the empty heads of morons that's what you're doing with your life good you know I mean the only our consolation is that we know and mark my words you know it's true that one day not too far in the future all of these republicans will they will be vilified and reviled by by everyone it'll be it's sort of like um uh what's that guy's name you know like during the red scare the the congressman who ended up killing himself you know they at the time he was uh very powerful and very much the center of attention but he died in ignominy. Ignominy. Ignominy? Is that a word? Um, no. Now I'm making words up, like perjury, trade, or green. No, that's different. But um, McCarthy, yeah. He He's not recalled with any kind of fondness. And generally history in the perspective of history when there's no more political bullshit to be made yeah joseph mccarthy thank you sage on the on the chat 
when there's no more bullshit to 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 shovel, you know, in history in history's light, they don't come out looking well at all. And same thing, that's going to be Lara Trump. That'll be the entire Trump family. Obviously, it's George Santos. All right, let's continue. It's only a few seconds. I went to business school because of Donald Trump. Wow. I ran for- Wow. Wow. No, you fake went to business school. He went to no school. A kid who would walk by Trump Tower and look up and say, Mom, one day I want to have a building with my name on it. You know? And, and <laughs> I went to business school because of Donald Trump. Wow. I ran wow. for Congress because I thought Donald Trump, if he made it, it was the time for everybody to have an opportunity. The Democrats can't take that away. Who, who wants to take anything away from you, asshole? Uh, no one's taking shit away from you. Just be yourself. But I guess you're, you are such a... You, uh, you know how inadequate you are. This is really the Republican uh, psychology. They, they, they spew a lot of bullshit. They are all a bunch of bullshit artists. Even that Eamon Bundy, all of them. You know, they put on their their toxic masculinity suit. And it is to cover um, just how scared and, and tiny they really are. So, because the world keeps evolving. Whatever. Whatever it might be. Whatever their uh, their facade is. They, they only put this on to kind of distract from the fact that... You know, we might find out how how inadequate they are. That's really what it's about. So they're all a bunch of grifters in one form or, or another. And deep down inside, they are horrible and miserable. And, uh, you know, they really do. It's a, It stems from self-loathing. None of these fucking idiots are, like, you know, happy in their hearts. Because you don't behave like this if you are. You really, it's, it's impossible. People who are self-assured, who are normal, decent, loving, kind, compassionate, they don't have to behave like a fraud. They just, you are what you are. I am what I am, right? But they will never get the help they need. Because that will take courage, and uh, they don't, you know, they don't have that. But anyway, this one—he's—he's he's a special case because he's a true—he is a sociopath, narcissist, and he's um, in a—he's in a class all by himself, and to a degree, but only by uh, a matter of you know inches, because he's—they're all grifters in some form. Whatever scam they're running, you know, think about it. Give throw a Republican at me, and we'll we can dissect their their scam. Like Sarah Palin, you know, she's she every single one of them. You know, uh, Lauren Boebert, Mar Perjury Trader Green, Matt Getz, they're all frauds. Everyone got where they are because of uh, having money. Or, I mean, Lauren Boebert, like, that's a whole other story in itself. She's an she's a, entirely a fraud. They all suck at business. They all pretend to be good at business. 
Right, but everything's a scam. Matt Getz, his father, was a rich guy and a powerful and connected guy. That's why, and he wrote his coattails, and he was infamous for being an asshole in the in the uh, Fort Lauderdale bars, sexually harassing waitresses, getting thrown out by bouncers, and yelling, "Don't you know who my father is?" that's them these are the little brats they're the the boss's sons who never learned how to no one ever said no to them they never learned how to behave and now they're all going to tell us about personal responsibility what about responsibility in uh to your country and community we still haven't heard from Kevin McCarthy. You know, that's the Republican leader in a nutshell. Another narcissist, another sociopath who doesn't give a shit about the country. He is concerned about becoming Speaker of the House in a long line of Speakers of the House. I mean, what a piece of dirt. That This is what Republicans do to the country. They... they degrade it they embarrass it they put these frauds in in these in the positions of power like in like trump himself the more we read the transcripts of the january 6th hearings and the um the depositions and you get a window into the world of what was going on behind the scenes in the trump white house where you had unqualified, unfit flunkies running departments in positions of authority because the, the, the actual experts were either vilified or run out of town or didn't have the, you know, didn't want to put up with the bullshit anymore. All right, we're back. What did he say at the end there? I forgot. Thought oh, yeah. Donald Trump, if he made it, it was the time for everybody to have an it opportunity. Yes. The Democrats can't take that away. The, the Democrats can't take it away. Yeah, we're going to we want to take all, it all away because of. I went to business school. Wow. I ran for I, Congress wow. because I thought Donald. Wow. I went to business school because of Trump. What else did you do? I, you, you just got to pull a, you know, just sit down and fold your arms and listen to the bullshit roll. It's incredible. The, oh, yeah, they're really fucked up. Here's another ad. Here's George Santos. This pissed me off, too. Didn't try to over and over again. Oh, this is an ad. It's, it's a, tried and tried over and over again. He's talking about socialism. Wait, here's the ad. Where's the fucking ad? Do I have it? Maybe not. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll play it here. Wait, hold on. I'll get it ready in a second. See, this is what I'm producing the show on air. And Tara Jr. is looking at me. He's getting ready to bite my other hand.
Let me just play this. Well, wow. fails every time. He's talking about socialism. My grandparents escaped socialism. They've escaped communism and, and the Holocaust. You know, so it drives me nuts when I see these talking points that are are really reminiscent of something that occurred during one of the least flattering times in the history of our world, and nobody curbs them. Oh my God! Anything to get the Republican hatred for, of the general welfare keep that cooking with gas right oh socialism no one loves it no one likes it at all except god damn it if you touch my my medicaid you if you put your government hands on my medicaid right here's a clip it's not the whole ad i, I couldn't find the entire ad unfortunately but here's a a bit of one of george santos's ads Socialism destroys people's lives because my grandparents survived the holocaust <laughs> i've seen how socialism destroys people's lives because my grandparents God. survived the holocaust i despise this evil system it's been tried and tried again and always fails i've seen what are you fucking talking about they're trying it right now in the happiest places on earth, right? It always fails. You know what always fails? Fascism. That's what fails. People like you, failures fail. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. More truth in 2023. Thank you so much. Keeping the show going and growing. Socialism is terrible, except um, yeah, when I when I when I benefit, right? Socialism for me, not for thee. Socialism, socialism. This and you know this is something that drives me up the wall because these Republicans and you know corporate media and Democrats, no one ever comes back and says, "What are you talking about?" What do you, yes, right, <laughs> Terry Taylor, least flattering time. Well, give us specifics. What are you talking about? What socialism? Where? Show me. Give me a policy that you don't like. Give me the, the socialism you see. Is someone trying, is government trying to take over the means of production? Is that, what we're, is that what's happening? Is government trying to take over? private corporations i mean was uh trust busting is that socialism was um what about well of course republicans think this but keep it get it out there well how about the minimum wage child labor that used to be unconstitutional i mean uh it was unconstitutional to prevent child labor because, you know, you couldn't tell businesses what to do. Well, what do you think about child labor? Is that what you're talking about? Because is uh, socialism regulation? Like what? What regulations? Should corporations be allowed to treat people however they want, however they think is better for their bottom line, no matter what? Should they be able to serve food to the public? And not think about the 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 standards that you know the 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 government tells them 
they have to live up to in order to serve food to the public, you know, like temperatures and the health department and all that crap. So you don't get sick where it used to be, you know, where we don't have to walk around with um, tapeworms and shit like that. Like they did in every other period in history. And they do still now in countries like North Korea where everyone has tapeworms because there's no standards. Everywhere it's tried. Where? Like where? Where? You're talking about Nazism? Oh, because you see what... You know what I mean. Uh, it's And they count on the stupidity of the morons who follow them. Because the Nazis were called National Socialists. That's, that's all it is. It's a name. But they were as socialist as the People's uh, Democratic Republic of North Korea is a democratic republic. So, you know, and we know that. History knows that. Our uh, lion eyes know that. You know, no socialist government, because in fact the... Um, the Nazis were the, the, the mortal enemies of the communists, which are, are a, a, an ideology a lot closer to socialism than, uh, than what these right-wingers are talking about. But don't confuse them with reality. And everybody knew for years, you know, this, this whole this new ignorance uh, becomes more prevalent concerning the Nazis it, the further we get away from, uh, you know, the actual event. So there are less and less people alive, you know, that live through it. And so they get to write their own history again. And, uh, but you know, the truth is what did the, what the, one of the first things the Nazis did were abolish labor unions among any uh, other things that Republicans are, uh, actually literally engaged in many of the same fascist tactics, like stuffing the courts with unqualified loyalists, replacing expertise with loyalism. That is a fascist tactic through and through. And I really do wish that other, uh, that, I mean, I, if I had my wish, the corporate media pundits would say it. Right, Commander Bond, socialism is not a form of government. It is an economic base. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, it's in my, uh, and, well, in, in generally, we, you know, when, De when Bernie talks about democratic social, what we're talking about is regulating capitalism. So it functions, and it functions for more than just the billionaire class. A, a set of handful of, of, of cancer cells that shouldn't exist. So... The, uh, is, and that's the conversation, right? Uh, are we... What is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of an economy? Are we just, uh, do we exist just so a few people can get fat and sit on the top of the pile and spit down on us, trickle down on us? That's, that's not a system. That's not the system the founders over uh, fought a revolution to overthrow. 
I mean, and create, right? That's not something that, that's not freedom in any sense of the word. What's, what is free? You're not free if you are a, a wage slave. You're not free if you can't get sick. You can't, you, you can't afford the frailties of being a human being. That's, you know, you're not free. If you can't take a day off, you can't take a walk, you can't write, you know, have the free time to pursue being a human being. What, I mean, what is the point? So, you know, fascism is a fucking ideology that the Republicans have, have, re, have revived. They've breathed a new life into that machine. Oh, and they, you know, I mean, we know how disgusting they are, but they think, I just saw something earlier on social media, yeah, of course, Twitter, which is a, a toilet. But they're like, oh, everybody you don't like, just call them a Nazi. We call you Nazis because you're Nazis. All right. But don't tell me that uh, socialism. Tell me if you don't like socialism, just say it. But don't fucking confuse. Don't confuse your your bullshit, your disdain for democracy and and confuse the morons with um, by trying to conflate socialism with fascism, which is what you're doing. You're engaged in a fascist takeover of the country, and we know for, for how how much so by the fact that even the corporate media is calling it out now. They can't even deny it. When I started hearing that, when I started hearing regular corporate media pundits using the fascist word, I was like, good, finally, because I've been saying it for 10 years. Right, they like corporate socialism, Jim on the chat says. It's true. They love it. They love socialism. They love it just fine, only when it benefits them, like the, like the Bundy family. They like socialism when they're sucking on the government teat. They just don't want to have to pay. They don't want to have to pay their fair share. That's, that's Trump. That's George fucking whatever, Santos, whatever his name is now. Where is this? Let's just read some more about George Santos. Because he's gonna be fun. I can't. I can't take it. You know, the that's the thing when I, they keep saying on the corporate media how well Kevin McCarthy is in a political bind because he needs every vote he can get to become speaker, and he's yet to even release a statement about this George Santos character because he's only four votes. He can all he can only afford to lose four votes, and Santos has promised him one of those votes. And, yeah, he deserves? How about, uh, who deserves to be the fucking Speaker of the House? Wouldn't it be somebody who is not a spineless coward? Who can't stand up 
in the face of obvious, an obvious, unfit, vile piece of pus, this infected pustule that is possibly and most likely a goddamn threat to national security. Who's going to get, he's going to get secret secure. I don't know what their security do they get. Not everyone gets top secret. That's for sure. Whatever, depending on what committees they put him on or what intelligence he gets, he'll have to, will he be able to pass a security check? Probably not. Or clearance? I don't know. But I guess Republicans have no standards, so... They gave Jared Kushner. He couldn't pass. He, he couldn't pass a security clearance. They, he attempted and had to continue to fill it out, fill out, because he kept forgetting. A lot of fucking forgetters in the Republican Party. They all forget. And if you read, speaking of the traitors, the January 6th traitors, the coup that's still happening, um, they... If you read these transcripts, it's quite stunning. The lapse of um, the memory lapses in the Republican Party. Donald Trump Jr., Jared Kushner, they all they all fucking forgot. I remember January 6th. Everybody does. Where were you on January 6th? The, the, this terrorist attack on our government and none of these Republicans know where they were. They don't know what they were doing. Oh, how weird. They were all liars. Traitor, perjury, traitor, green. She's the same thing. She got on the stand and perjured herself again and again and again. Oh, I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't recall. I forget. Because that's what they do. And we, in the transcripts, what Cassidy Hutchinson said that she was told by Trump's lawyer to 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 uh, plead forgetfulness, like, you know, like St. Reagan did. I don't recall. I don't recall. When he was caught with his dick uh, being a traitor in the, in the trees in his cookie jar, he says, they're all a bunch of traitors. Don't you understand that? I mean, why Reagan was... He was conducting a war, an extra, an, uh, an, <laughs> a secret war, an outside of Congress, right? I mean, Congress is supposed to declare war. The president's not allowed to fucking, like, just have a war because, you know, they, they want to destroy. Well, and now we're still paying for Reagan's war, right? Because... In Nicaragua, the Contras. I mean, everything. They they are a bunch of traitors, and he didn't, you know, he didn't recall either. No, no, they never recall, and no one ever connects the dots either, right? But um, if you read the transcripts, they're like, oh, I don't remember, I don't recall. Same thing with Perjury Trader Green when she's on the stand. I mean, they have no integrity. 
that's how much they hate this country. You understand? They hate the nation of laws. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the Constitution. They just like being, um, they like stars and eagles, I think. And um, they like to pretend they're free. Well, they want to be, they like selfishness. They like selfishness. Because that's all they're capable of. It's like a baby, you know? Babies, they're born that way. They're selfish. They, you know, they recognize, you can recognize your mother's face or whatever. You think you're the center of the universe. Then you start realizing, oh my God, there's other people. You kind of grow out of it. Usually, most children do. There's this, there are stages. And um, I think you grow out of that selfish stage or thinking you're the center of the universe by, I think, three? Or maybe, when do, I don't know. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I took that as part of Psych 101. But, yeah, no, Republicans never, never grow out of it. Oh, look at this. PP is um, trending. I wonder why. Because I always talk about the PP patrol. So what did the Republicans do now? Pee-pee? Oh, it's for some well, one of these other. Who is Pee-pee? Pee-pee? Anyway. Oh, yes. And Ma Marjorie Nazi Green is trending. She's a Nazi. Oh, good. Good, good. Oh, and speaking of here, let me play this while we're... Here's some, uh, someone made this, so there's music attached. You can't allow it to just transfer power peacefully like Joe Biden peacefully. wants. Peacefully. That's you, right, Ms. Green? When we rise up, we can end all of this. Flood all the government buildings. Go inside. The only way you get your freedoms back is it's it's earned with the price of blood. Isn't isn't it unbearable? Oh my god! Right to share this country that has so much potential with these 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 traitors who hate it so fundamentally so so entirely you know through and through they hate everything about it they hate this our story they hate the truth they hate the diversity they think diversity is the weakness of this country and we have clips of their one of their uh, pals Nick Fuentes talking about it yeah. They they if they want What's his name? Kevin McCarthy to be a leader when uh, I don't he hasn't built a spine yet. He hasn't found a spine. All right, listen, this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. 
come on over to youtube.com slash see for channel slash Tarabuster to listen to the rest of it and join us on Friday evenings and we will win. Become a patron patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Happy New Year. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. All right. I can't believe how fast. Is it fast for you, too? Thank you for hanging out. I was looking for this other thing. Where is it? There's a couple of other things. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sorry. You know me. I harp on the one thing. I just keep harping on it all. And then the time runs out. Let's. I don't know. I wanted to play this lady. There's a couple of uh, dumb bitches I wanted to talk about in the last part of the show. Here's, and this is another example of Republican fascism. And it was Robin who brought this up to me. And when we were uh, in one of the shows this week on the Malloy show, that this, this Michelle Fiore, so Nye in the, in Nevada, Nye County commissioners appoint Michelle Fiore as a justice of the peace. So Nye County commissioners have appointed former assemblywoman and Las Vegas city councilwoman, Michelle Fiore to serve as Parump, Parump justice of the peace. The unanimous decision came after commissioners spent about four hours interviewing candidates, asking how they felt about allowing guns in courtrooms and making in making the motion to approve Fiore, Commissioner Donna Cox cited the former law ba- lawmaker's ambition, her knowledge and recommendation from former fucking traitor. Well, not former traitor, traitor, present traitor, former so-called president, tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator, envying con man with the fake university, Donald Trump as well as Fiore's plans to build in Nye County. Fiore, who said she had been... So she has no qualifications. Like, add her to the long list of Republicans who have zero qualifications for their jobs and add this to the list of Nazi tactics that Republicans are engaged in, whether they know it or not, whether they know this is a Nazi tactic or not. That's the thing about Republicans. They are such Nazis, they don't even know when they're engaged in Nazi tactics or or when they sound like Nazis. Like when they're wanting, you know, calling to burn books. I see how yellow this is. Let's see. That fixes it. No? Um, I'm talking about the camera. But when they're calling to burn books in their... um, meetings whatever in their town hall meetings and they're like i don't care what you do with them throw them in a pile in a pile and burn them up they don't realize how that you know not just sounds but it it makes you a nazi you're you're a fucking nazi who burn books 
Normal people don't burn books. You don't like a book. Don't don't read it. Kids might see it. Well, some kids are gay. Some kids may not be gay, but um, maybe they. It's good to have them grow up and not be a dick, not be a fucking asshole to others who might be different. Ever think of that? No, Republicans don't. But anyway, okay, back to Michelle Fiore, who said she's been renting a house. She doesn't even live there in in the county since November. It's only been a month or so. And is very excited to be a parump girl. She said she was working on her bachelor's degree. They're going to make her a fucking judge, all right? This is what's happening. This bitch who is a cuckoo and Donald Trump likes her. So they're going to put her in the position on a bench, lording over the rest of us. So God help you if you're someone of color, if you're uh, a trans person or a gay person, you go in front of this bitch you're, you know, you're SOL in this fascist, in this, you know, this fascist country where, where the Republicans are, are, have influence and they can, and this is what they're doing. They replace expertise with loyalists. They're disgusting and they devalue the entire system by doing it that way. You know, they they denigrate everything they touch. They destroy everything they touch. I'm ex- This is what she says. I'm excited about the learning. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. She's been renting a house. She she is working on her bachelor's degree and she has an intention to become a licensed attorney in the future. Why? Why? Why why would you become an attorney? You're a fucking judge now. Who needs the law? You don't need the law. You just got to go with your gut, right, bitch? I hate these people, you know? Legally and peacefully, I hate them. I'm excited about the learning curve, she said. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know everything. Well, that's what we need from a judge. Because your fucking job is to sit there and and know everything. Right? They 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 make everything suck. They destroy everything they touch. Someone proved me wrong. I want show me. I'll happily read a story about a Republican who is decent and isn't making the world a better place, I mean, a worse place, and isn't a complete fraud or a hate-mongering, greed-centered ghost of the Gilded Age. I would love to. The divisive, sick, goddamn, I don't know, uh, archaic, throwback to times we we thought we left in history's trash pile i i read i would love to read it i want to see it i would love to do that i'm excited about the learning curve oh aren't we all 
Michelle. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know everything. I will tell you what I don't know when I don't know it. Oh, sure. I'd like to see that in the court. Order in the court. I don't know what it, what are you doing? Order in the court. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. You can you dumb it down? Stop using all those legal terms. I know and she said it will be very exciting. Yeah, sort of the kind of excitement you get when you in fear for your life and then you shit your pants. And I will go to whatever lengths I have to make sure that I have all the knowledge except for actually going through the process of earning your way into the, into the position, right? Going, I will make sure I do everything I can to do my best. How about go to law school? graduate, you know, study, go year after year after year, study, earn, I mean, learn, pass your tests, pass the bar, get a internship or clerkship at another, to another judge, do that for a few years, maybe open your own practice or go, go uh, work for the county become a district attorney. Then after a couple of years of that, maybe if we go into private practice or, you know, then, then, then <laughs> become a judge. I will do all, I will make sure I do it all accept everything I need to fucking do. Everything that everybody else has to do. Because different rules for Republicans. This is a joke. Where do we live? If this is a great country, do great countries do things like this? Huh? I want to ask Republicans, are you feeling proud? You feel proud, Republicans? Of all the unqualified loyalists you shoved on the bench? Following your hero, Hitler? That's what he did. And I wish... Listen, if you're a regular Democrat and you're just running a mill Democrat or you're a, uh, a, a corporate media pundit, uh, why don't you talk about this and say, uh, it's not just violating a norm or crossing a line when Republicans rig the courts or do whatever they can, pull their dirty tricks to shove more unqualified loyalists onto the court, it's a Nazi tactic. You're, call, you're, you're calling out the fascism. Why not? Don't just say it. Show it. Tell us. Tell us. Here. Here it is. Here it is. Here's another example. It's not just Donald Trump. It's all of them. It's every single one of them. Here we go. It gets worse. Fiore was a Republican lawmaker in the assembly before serving a term on the one term on the Las Vegas City Council, Council and losing a bid to become the state treasurer. 
A gun enthusiast, Fiore appeared in a campaign commercial shooting beer bottles with labels that read vaccine mandate and CRT. And she said she didn't mind people bringing guns into the courtroom because an armed society is a polite society? It is. Have you seen, I don't know, uh, whatever, any Westerns come to mind? I mean, give me a break. You can't be polite without being a fucking armed moron? Most of us are polite. We're just, we're just not that sick like you are, Michelle. We don't need to threaten people with deadly force if they step on our toes. We say, excuse me. You know, because we were raised, we weren't raised like by uh, domestic terrorists like half these Republicans. If, and this is what she says about the courtroom. Bring a gun. Somebody bring a gun and test this because she's begging for it. Um, if we get in a gun battle, I'll probably win. So I'm cool with you bringing a gun in the courtroom. Do these people know what disgraces they are? What sick, what, how sick they are? Oh, and it gets even worse. A public commenter who called in after the decision said Fiore's appointment would put Perump on the map and be national news. And that's, that's the name of their town. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I have to tell you. P-A-H-R-U-M-P. Perump. Perump. And he said, I think the left is going to go berserk. Because that's all that matters now. You understand? Don't have a functioning society. We can't have functioning government or a government that, that is run by people you respect, maybe. You know, that you respect the, the work they put into getting their positions they're they're put there by the king the lords you know just like in the system the founders fought a revolution to escape you never knew what you were gonna get you would go in front of the lord's council and be like oh yes my lord and you hope that my lord is somehow decent but you don't know you don't know they're bad it could be you could get augustus you could get nero but you just don't know. It's the luck of, oh, well, you know, being on the other side of history. Just putting it up there because it's orange. I don't know what's happening with the camera. You see? The left is going to go berserk. And if you're, that's your motivation, you're, you're destroying America because it's going to trigger the libs. It tr you should anybody who isn't triggered by this is a traitor. Okay, it's you are part of the problem. You're not the solution. You are a domestic terrorist, like the founders warned us about. The left's gonna go mad when they see that we're shitting in the capital. When they see that we're shitting on on this in this courtroom, they're gonna go berserk. Well, yeah, 
it is a it's a patriotic imperative the how it's like a litmus test if you don't if you aren't disgusted outraged and sick of it if you read this story and you're like yay you're you are a traitor okay that's how we know this is the test if you're motivated by triggering the libs you think this is fun it's all a fucking game some dumb dumb america hating bitch says yeah bring a gun in my courtroom who shouldn't even be anywhere she should be on the other side having to explain herself to a qualified judge this is how but you know this is how republics die it dies because people like Republicans who are unfit, they're incapable of functioning in a free democratic society, and instead of evolving because they're babies, you know, and they want to see everybody's pee-pee, they're worried about a pee-pee, they, they try to they do whatever they can to transform this a decent modern society or one struggling to be, but they, they try to make it just like them, unfit, unqualified, a joke, a laughingstock, triggered. You want to see triggered? This is what happens when you're triggered. They're so triggered by democracy, they're, they're letting the, the, the ghouls and the freaks and the flying monkeys, like Mike Malloy says, run free into our government to destroy the little the little trolls the gremlins are loose in the in the gears the i think the left is gonna go berserk oh and it was a woman amy nelson well guess what amy fuck you amy nelson you're gonna, you're gonna trigger them. Well, anyone who isn't a traitor will be alarmed by 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 you, Amy Nelson, and the rest of your unfit, unqualified assholes that you support. You prove me right every single day, and I hate it. I wish I was wrong. I do. <sighs> Jesus Christ. They're a joke. A effing joke. And you want to see her? You want to puke? Here she is. Oh, wait, that's not her. That's me now. <laughs> Don't puke. I'm only kidding. Um, where is it? No, that's screen flow. Come on, Ecam, help me out, man. There she is. Yay, America! She's riding a big truck, of course, like an asshole. She looks incredibly, um, not like she never skipped a, you know, sacrificed a day in her life. 
She didn't look like she sacrificed the lunch. That's for sure. Excuse me. I know. Never had to struggle. Never had to save. Never had to skip a lunch. We. Now she's a... We, look at me. I'm a judge. Look at me, Mom. Look at me, Mommy. Who knew that all I had to do was absolutely nothing? And I could be a judge. Ha, 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 wee. Mama, look at me now, Mama. Who knew that all I had to do was just kiss the ass of a traitor? An unfit traitor like me. Look at all the, look at, the, the Bible says... The meek shall inherit the earth. But it didn't, I didn't know it meant the meek of mind, the morally meek, the spiritually, the, the, the insane, the spiritually meek, I should say. I got to finish that sentence. Well, the left is just going to go fucking balls out nuts. <laughs> when they see America dying, they're just going to go crazy. They're going to be so triggered when they see us taking shits in the Capitol, when they see us beating up the cops, trying to stop us, when they see us saying, all I need is uh, 1,100 votes, and come on, fellas, give me a break. Yeah, all you got to do is just tell them something. Tell them anything. Just telling me recalculated. Fuck them. Fuck the government that the founders fought a revolution to escape. I mean, uh, uh, to entrust to us. Fuck them. You know, just tell them, uh, just tell them anything. They're stupid. Stupid. Stupid serfs. They didn't, uh, they didn't have the, uh, the, the smarts to pull themselves up by their bootstraps or come and come up with some kind of multi-level marketing vitamin scam. They didn't they didn't have the smarts to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and inherit their daddy's uh, real estate whatever the hell. They didn't have no bootstraps to pull up by, inherit hundreds of thousands of dollars and then have their daddy bail them out five times. A dumb, dumb, dumb. Yes, Junior. <laughs> Look how good he is. Look at the camera and say hello. Say how good you are. Yes, you are. You are, you are. Okay, we have one more. Okay, wait. Do you see what I'm dealing with? Oh, you don't, do you? Look at this. Ah, come here. Give me your paw. Give me your paw. Yes, you're very good. Yes, I just wanted to show you off. You and your paw. Come here, you're done. All right, one last thing before we go. I Before I have to get unconscious, before the new year, 
one, I have to, I just had, I know this is a couple of days old, but you might've missed it. And it's, it's fucking unreal. So I have to play it. And it's part of, I mean, Republicans are nuts. So I don't know if you saw the story about this, this QAnon lady. She quit. She dumps QAnon. She's, and this is what I, I say all the time, you know, Republicans, some of them are, uh, I mean, they're, they're all suffering from some form of mental illness, whether it be sociopathy or psychopathy or antisocial. Well, I guess that's, that's psychopathy, antisocial personality disorder, or they, they are, uh, you know, greedy. They have moral failings. They're selfish. They're um, fearful, cowardly, uh, sick, sick, self-loathing, closet cases, whatever it might be, and incapable of functioning in a democracy. But there are others who are actually mentally ill, and this is why Republicans are craven and disgusting, because they are playing with these people. They're toying with their minds and they are manipulating them. They, when they should be getting them help, you know, they should be, um, they shouldn't be feeding their, their diseased minds with all kinds of nonsense about, uh, adrenochrome and, and, uh, you know, it's, human trafficking, which usually occurs with when Republicans are involved, like, for example, that I, I meant to, I mean, we're running out of time, so I can't get into it, but one of these Republicans, what was that, you know, the Andrew Tate, he was detained, he'll spend New Year's in a, in a Hungarian prison, or excuse me, Romanian prison, because he was detained on human trafficking charges. But okay, you know, he's the toxic masculine, this, uh, this toxic piece of shit. He's a misogynist. You know, he hates people. He hates women. Anyway, we'll get to him another day. Um, you know, but that's who they are. That's them. So, but this woman, um, she's a, she's a kook. She's got mental problems. And so anyway, since, so here's from Ross story, since it's obsession, uh, excuse me, inception, this is from Brandon Gage, right? Since it's inception on 4chan in 2017, the right wing cult QAnon has spread around the world and made significant inroads among the Republican Party's fringe voting base. And it's not fringe anymore. Led by a mysterious figure known only as Q, the occasionally violence-inspiring movement is a tangled web of conspiracy theories, the most prominent of which is that a secret cabal of pedophiles is aiming to control humanity, and that the only hope for salvation is to reinstate Donald Trump so that he can win the war against the deep state. Trump has embraced some of these vacuous ideas. Beyond that, however, there's an additional, there are additional tendrils that percolate through the Q community, ranging from Hillary Clinton's Pizzagate to fiasco to the sinister infiltration of governments by lizard people to John F. Kennedy Jr. lying in wait to be Trump's next vice president. QAnon is 
at its core, an intellectual black hole that feasts on the vulnerable minds of its subscribers. But what happens if a devout believer decides they've had enough? The question was answered on Tuesday when a woman from Vancouver named Michelle Titler, that is her name, Titler, who has a reputation for posting racist content, what a surprise, dumped Q in a profanity-filled video. All right, you want to watch it? Let's watch it together. Here we go. We'll get it together in a minute. Roll the camera. There are a lot of orbs here right now, but that's okay because nothing you say or do right now, Q, is going to stop me. Fuck off, all of you. Seriously, I quit. I quit Q and Q Army. And the reason why I quit is because on December 19th, 2022, Q refused to acknowledge my Q plus 3730. And I've been doing it for six years. Next year, that means I have to wait for another year. Look at all these orbs. You guys get lost. I'm not coming back. No matter what you do right here with these orbs, just so you know, no matter what happens from here on in Q, wow. I'm not coming back. You're on your own. And in fact, I'm taking down the ET transmissions. Fuck you. Fuck all of you on this planet. All right. I tried to give the ET transmissions I to Lara you, Logan. Huh? I tried to give them to Steve Bennett. Lara Logan. Lara Logan. I got gang raped a whole bunch of times. Therefore, I'm an I'm a legit journalist. Bullshit, Lara Logan. All you can talk about is the rape at the border. You can't talk about the real pandemic of child trafficking. None of you can. And it's in my E3TT transmissions. Q, fuck you. I'm telling you, Q, the minute I see you, I'm going to punch you in the temple so goddamn hard. It's going to knock you out. See how violent they are? It didn't have to be this way. It never had to be this way. During the sinking of Atlantis, the Archons took over, and that's how long it's taken you to get back here and do anything at all. And even though you've gotten back here and you sucked everybody into all of this for this long, nothing has happened. No arrests, nothing. We've got yet another election stolen. No! No Q! No! No matter what happens from here on in, I'm not. That sounds like me and Tara Jr., right? <laughs> no, 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 Tara Jr., Jr., no. Not coming back. You blew it. So next year will be seven years of doing disclosure for you. Fuck you. Wow. She's not kidding. And fuck all you orbs. <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. I seriously mean it. Get out. There's orbs there, she says. This poor bitch, really. I kind of feel bad for her, even though, I mean, oh, oh, well. Where's her family? Shouldn't they? I mean, maybe they're all a bunch of kooks, too. They should stage an intervention. But, and she is in Canada, so she can get some health care. It's incredible. Fuck you. Fuck all you orbs. If I ever start talking like that, someone needs to help. That's a cry for help. Right? And I like the way he puts it in this article, Brandon Gage. He says, Q, at its core, is an intellectual black hole that feasts on the vulnerable minds of its subscribers. Right. That's what I've been saying all along, too. 
the Republican Party. That's the Republican Party. They have no they have no morals. They have no ethics. Just greed, self-serving, self-dealing, feather, you know, nest uh, feathering their own nests. Greed, greed. It's incredible. And and all of these transcripts for the January 6th hearings are another window into that black hole that the Republicans have, they have no integrity, zero. They lie. They lie to the faces of their, of the, of people like this woman. And then they go under oath and they have brain farts. Right? I mean, what else do we do? What else? What? What's the solution to this? It is really to vilify them, to publicly shame them, to reclaim patriotism for our, for the actual patriots without apology. These people need to be crushed legally and peacefully without apology. And uh, yeah, that's what we have to do. It's going to take some time, though. Because for the next two years, we're, we will be um, in the Republican clown show. Yeah, she's nuts. Terry Taylor on the, cha- on the chat. Look at her eyes. She's not. Now, you're not talking about me, are you? I'm just kidding. Look at her eyes. She's, they have dead eyes, crazy eyes. They, they're just sick. And the poor woman is sick. She is. Fuck you, Q. Look at these orbs. Get out of here, orbs. I don't care what you do, Q. I'm not coming back. That's what it's like. According to her, the the light, I guess, is um, you know that was caught on catching the dust or whatever. Those are orbs that Q was sending in order to control her mind and make her come back to Q. Incredible. Anyway, I just realized that Facebook didn't connect. Oh, well. Fucking, it's so annoying. Facebook didn't stream. Every time I have to connect the stream again and again. Anyway, all right, well, I'm looking at the reason I'm just whatever, because the show is basically over. We only have two minutes and in those two minutes, I want to thank you all for hanging out, for being with me another year, for your patronage, for your super chats, for your friendship. I should have put friendship first. For you, you know, for meeting new friends and for, yeah, Feta didn't, yeah, didn't stream. It does this all the time. It's new. I don't know. They changed everything. So every, even though I use persistent stream, every week I have to reconnect it. And now this week it didn't stream. I don't know why. And it's too late to figure it out. So it's annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying. All right. And there's the music. Listen, 
Become a patron if you can at patreon.com slash taradevil and share the show with your friends. Give the show a good review on iTunes. I'm telling you, this is what's going to help us, especially sharing the show and inviting friends to the chat on Friday nights. And thank you, Lori, for becoming a patron tonight. We will win. Remember, support our sponsors like APS Radio News. We're on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. I thank you so much, guys. I will see you in 2023. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right. Guys, I love you. I love you. Look at, look at him. Oh, yes. What'd you say? You want to come back? Get over here. You want to come back? Oh, you sound grumpy. You sound grumpy. You want to come back? You want to come back? Sit. All right. Listen, listen, listen. That's it. I don't like that view of me, but the cat's cute. You got to come back. You got to come back. Ow. All right. That's it. Good night. Listen up, guys. Listen. I don't know what day we'll have a show. We will have a show this week, probably Wednesday. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. Shit. Why did I bring him back? Why? It was too tempting, him sitting there. And thank you, Paradu. Paradu says, we love you, Tara. Thank you for getting us through 2022. You got me through 2022. Thank you, Paradu. And Trucker John, and thank you, Haiku, for your everything, for always being by my side, and for taking the time to be a moderator. You know, that takes work. And I, I, I recognize that. It's not always easy. Thank you so much. And thank you, Eve, and Terry Taylor, and Errol, and Trucker John. Guys, you got to subscribe to Trucker John's show. Do it now. If Trucker puts it in the link there in the chat. And thank you, Commander Bond and Pookie's mommy and Eve. I said Eve. It doesn't matter. We can say many times. And Robin. And SS1964. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Who else did I miss? I feel Sage. Nice to see you, Sage. Nice to see you. Robin. Nice to see you. Luther. And Mark C. Nice to see you, my friend. And Jim, of course. Yes, yes, yes. And Ed. All right, guys. I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices so I can go get unconscious.
And I will. I'll see you in the new year, guys. I love you. I love you, love you. All right. I hope you enjoyed our shows this year. There'll be more. And well, it'll be it'll be different because the Republicans will be in the majority and it's going to suck. So we will really need each other. That's for sure. So thank you so much for your support. And I will see you in 2023.